Welcome to the family with Doug Sprinthal and Car Selling Secrets. What do you think of that? Do we want to do the intro? Well, yeah, I thought that's what we were going to do. <laughs> I thought so, too. I yeah. did, too. Mm. Try it again. Take two. Where's go the ahead. Manager? There we go. Walzer Automotive presents Car Selling Secrets. I believe this is episode number 70, if I'm counting correctly, of Walzer right. Automotive Group's Car Selling Secrets. This is the Novemberman edition. Three of the four of us uh, have birthdays on either today or the next three or four days. I'm joined by ultra-famous international radio superstar. Oh, me? Yeah. Oh, I, oh me? <laughs> thought you were going to go to the left. No, Which we one? always go oh, I'm sorry. Ways. I'm sorry. I blew it's up. Okay. Um, John Hines. Andy Bernard. And I last love, but not least. I love the fact that John, not one, but two microphones. <laughs> well, what do you got to press conference He's like the president. Going? Yeah, he's the president. The stick mic's active. Hey, well, Biden, which one down? do you want to, you don't even have one of these deals, do you? No, I know. Well, mine's not on, is it? No, the stick mic is. Yeah, that's the, yeah. 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 Oh, so settle you. down. So suck it, Tom. We'll be right back after this exciting <laughs> announcement. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? Oh, the latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us. We talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer for <laughs> He just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. Welcome to episode 70 of the Novemberman and a late Octoberman. I don't know what we're going to talk about. We're just not going to talk about the election or cars. Oh. When is that, by the way? Uh, yeah, when is I think that? it's in a couple it's weeks. Like three years and <laughs> 362 days yeah. from now. Yeah. So, what do you mean you're not going to talk about the election? You should be I all excited. Why? I was I just kidding. Enough people have talked about it at this point. I don't even know. Well, it's not going to end until January anyway, no. so what's the difference? They're well, going to we'll drag it out forever. Two years, or so yeah. two years we'll know. What it is. I think the counts will be done today or tomorrow at the latest. Yeah, I think Melania's in the then, guest room packing her bags. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with all this stuff. Can, can we ever have an election again that's honest? Because we haven't had one of them since JFK. So do you think we'll ever get back to honesty? <laughs> what, you mean when all the dead people voted in, that's in Illinois? I'm, that's exactly what I'm Since JFK, we haven't had an honest one. And I, that includes him as one of this dishonest ones. Yeah, I mean, I was, hey, I was a Catholic, a Roman Catholic kid. Roman Catholic gets, well, Joe Biden's a Roman Catholic. Mm -hmm. He'll be the second Roman Catholic if, president. If he makes it, he will be only the second. If he well, makes it. Huh. Hey, you never know. They got that thing you so fixed already. It's know. ridiculous. It's they got no. You shot. sound like Hillary Clinton in 2016. <laughs> She's still bitching about that. As a matter of fact, <laughs> I See, was really, really hoping for a tie. That would have so been the funniest they, result. Would have been the greatest gunfight. I don't know what they do at that. A little point. duel. A foot race. Have a, have a little <laughs> duel. God, that would take a while. You know what's really weird? <laughs> because race. I live in a world where, where 
I have friends that are Republican and friends that are Democrat, and I'm neither. I'm just kind of in the middle. And I always thought that would be a much calmer position. It's even worse because you end up disagreeing with everybody. That's right. <laughs> I mean, you end up you disagree with everyone. Wouldn't it be much simpler to just defend everyone? Defend it? No, just, not the filth that we have in our political system. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, people. I just said we're not going to talk about politics. I have a question. I have a question for a guest. <laughs> so, have you talked to uh, Jordana Green, by the way? No, I have oh, not. I had a chance to send. A, I had a chance to send uh, just a, a text, and I think she's at. Was she still at Mayo? I believe. I think I she was oh, extended she? treatment down there. What I a nice person. So yeah, for she really is. Heart like a hotel. For those of you that don't know, she's a. She has a show with. Uh, Paul Douglas on WCCO and is recently diagnosed with leukemia. Leukemia, yeah. And she's, I don't know how old she is, but I guess she's early 40s, John. Is that about right? Um, yeah, somewhere in that yeah. ballpark. I mean, everybody looks younger to me. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah. got that right. <clears throat> I met her only a couple of times. And one thing, was it the the Hall of Fame deal? Oh, the, the Minnesota she, induction? She had, yeah, she, had, she hosted that. It was terrific. Yeah. It was a very, very nice person. All right, now we're all depressed. So we're all right, gonna... okay, I'll cheer you up with okay. Them. Because oh, and thank you to listeners because you've already heard this story, but John Hines has never heard it. John uh, was a well. You, you and my brother were good friends. Yeah, Troy. Yeah, yeah. My brother Troy, who just died three weeks ago today, John was a really good friend of his. Jeff Passold, another the he and Passold came friends. All these people. Imagine Passold being friends with a bartender. <laughs> oh, oh, shot, baby. <laughs> So I tried to explain to people that Troy was one of the nicest people, wished everybody well, just a great guy, handsome young guy. You know, he just liked to go out and blah, blah, blah. But, again, the qualifier that his first instinct was to be a smartass. It just was, in my family, if you're not a smartass, you're not going to live. That's just, you're not going to make it, and that's all there is to it. So we're up playing golf at uh, the Lynx at North Fork, and there's this beautiful young woman. Troy at the time was probably about 30, and she was probably 25, something like that. And so a very, very pretty woman. So she, you know, every two holes she's coming back around. I'm like, sure. Yeah, what's that all about? So I said, Troy, I think uh, she's kind of hot on you. He goes, no, that can't be it. Now, understand again, what he's about to say to her, he was just kidding. Okay, so they did go out a few times. So, <laughs> so she comes around the 16th hole. We got only two holes to play, 17 and 18. And and she says, Troy, um, I was wondering sometime, just... No big deal, but maybe we can go out and see a movie or, or go to dinner sometime. And he goes, well, are you asking me out on a date? She goes, yeah, I guess I am. And he goes, get in line, sister. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And she was crushed. Oh, I, no. He goes, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he had, though, uh, some friendships with some of the most gorgeous women. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know if it was more than friendships, but he they had thought definitely. He was Pat Sajak. He yeah, did, he, oh, yeah. He yeah. looked just like Pat Sajak. Yeah, he did. And then actually. he had that kind of cocked head of, yeah. you know. He, he, yeah, he did. <laughs> Pat Sajak and Rodney Dangerfield had a child. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Rodney Dangerfield, yeah. That's true. He had the Rodney's brain and Pat Sajak's mm-hmm. face. That's true. But no, I was just telling John off the air that it is a bitch. It's, I don't know when it'll get better. And I, if it ever gets better, maybe it doesn't. I miss him horribly. It makes me very, very sad. And then, you you know, uh, and again, you, you go through 
the riots and the COVID and the election and the this, and then you throw in your your youngest brother, your baby brother's dead. It's been a suckwad year, let me just say that. Yes. Yeah. God, what a tough year, man. I don't know anyone that's enjoyed it. No, I no, not how really. could you? How could you? I don't know what to tell you. So, what else? I'm just here to watch. You guys no, are You really are not going to participate. 90 in years of broadcasting experience, <laughs> and you're going to rely on the car salesman actually, to carry the 95, show. Actually, oh, Sorry, no, I, I blew up 95. Because right. yeah. so, I'll be next May 17th. It'll be 50 years that I've been on since I went on the air the first time. So I'll, I'll ask you both the same question. I know the listeners are dying to know. Saturday and Sunday, how old are you two cats going to be? I'm 57. Yeah, I'm 41. No, 67. Did I say 57? (laughs) Oh, you liar. 67. He'll be 67. I'll be 69. Okay. Exactly. I just turned. I turned 62 today. Do you feel like the uh, hiding your age thing is? That's over. Yeah. Yeah. I think people. Well, try googling Tom. How old is Tom Bernard on the internet? And they think you can pretty much figure out how old anybody is. Exactly. John Hines might be a little tougher because it's a pretty common name. But do you know that my mom didn't know how old her mom was until she was like fourteen, and she snuck into her purse and looked at her driver's license? No, she would never have known that. Yeah, my grandma (laughs) would not tell anyone how old she was. Died at ninety-six. I just think it's such a weird thing to do. I don't get it. That's right. That's the other part of this thing. Who the hell cares? Her mother just died in April. So, yeah, it's been a great year. Wonderful year so far. A couple years ago when the kids were younger, we sent out the family picture Christmas card. Oh, neat. And had all the kids' ages on there. And I put my wife's age on there. And I put mine, too. Doug, 54 and a half. Mm -hmm. She didn't think it was that funny. Why not? (laughs) I don't know. I thought it was funny. It was a good plan. No problem with that at all. Women are sensitive about that. More so than men, I think, generally, but not in every case. Well, I think with Grandma's case, it was because she was older than my grandpa, which especially at the time was very unusual. Ooh. You know, yeah, that is. Crazy. Yeah, yeah, two years old. She was two years older than him. It's like a Lutheran marrying an Episcopalian. Yes. That can never happen. That could never happen. Impossible. Could it, Doug? <laughs> could it? I haven't married one of those yet. No. Uh, since there's two minutes left in this segment, I'd just like to run something by John and see if he agrees. John and I, one of our first jobs, I, I had worked uh, at KDAN, which is a 500-watt daytimer. I don't even know what it is now. I think it's, it, Let's see. I can't remember. KDAN now, I don't know. I can't even remember where it was on the dial. It was like 1570 or something. I don't know. No, that was KUXL. So it couldn't have been that. How do you remember these things? What do I... He doesn't, apparently. <laughs> well, yeah, apparently that. I don't. Make it up. It's 1370 AM. K- it's KMAP now. KMAP? And what it is- has been since 1983. And what? Well. What's their what format now, Andy? What do they do? Urban Contemporary. Hmm. 500 watts. So you got that 500 right. watt rap station. 500 watt daytimer, too, isn't it? I don't think it's going to. Yes, day only. Day only, yeah, it's a daytime. How often do you hear day only stations anymore? <laughs> Not much anymore. Yeah. That's true. A, Give, get yourself a good 3 2 beer. And listen yeah, to the it's 5 30. We're done for the day. Shut I start there. KDAN right out of Brown Institute. Got fired. Went up to Grand Forks, North Dakota, worked at KNOX. Got fired. I know it's hard to believe. Then I came down and I called Jim Chanel, who was a PD at KSTP. 82 times, and he finally hired me. Wow. And that was to run the Jesus tapes. 82 phone calls to run the Jesus tapes. And then these other people got the hook. So I, don't you think, John, the fact that you 
because you were in normal Illinois. Yeah, right? 13 months, three weeks, four days, and 37 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> a big fan, were you? Check it. <laughs> Check it, baby. Well, and I have then bad you, news. Then you, what? KMAP went dark 31 years ago. Oh. <laughs> 1370 went dark? <laughs> yeah, it's... Damn it! That means it's for sale. For yeah, I could buy 1370. Could, I wonder if the transmitter's still up. Beyond, I'm pretty sure it's not Hook up. Hook a generator up to it, see what happens. Here's some ghosts. Good. Your question. So you came from normal right to WWTC? Yes. And then to KSTP? Then to KSTP, yeah. Do you think that any two guys with our backgrounds could have been any luckier oh. with the talent that was at that radio station when you and I went there? Oh, no, no, no. Absolutely oh. not. Here is, I mean, here's the thing, though. Unbelievable. I always maintained that it was the luck that got you in the door. Yeah. But you yeah. had to have some ability to be able to pull it off. No, I agree. I absolutely yeah. But, I mean, being around Knapp and Bush, I mean, you worked with Charlie forever, yep. too, after, after Knapp left and went to Philadelphia. But Charlie Bush, God, I'll never forget, one of my, I, one of my first nights on the air, I mispronounced the word. I'm doing the overnight news, right? And he's the morning guy. So he got there, what, like 2.30 in the morning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He oh, got there God. like 2.30 in the morning to start. And so I read the story, and his voice, he had one of these... Tom, how are you? Like one of those guys, he goes, uh, Catman, because <laughs> that was my name. Yeah. It's Cat hard Man. to say that with a straight face, yeah, isn't Catman, the cat on the radio. That was Jim Chanel gave me that name. Uh, but he, he hits the talk back. He goes, Catman. I said, yeah, Charlie. He goes, it's actually pronounced internecine. <laughs> I'll never forget that. He would hop on and tell me how to pronounce things because I never finished high school, right? But I, I think you might be the only guy that would understand how important it was that you and I ended up at that radio station for to begin our, you know, our real, major yeah, market real career, careers, yeah, real careers. I, I just, you know, Joe Hager, Smoking Joe, was phenomenal. Steve Hatley did more for my career from Jump Street. I can't even tell you. Cosmic Cowboy. Cosmic Cowboy. Okay, we'll close this segment with this. I'm at the Cosmic Cowboy. Terry Allen was his real name, but calls him Cosmic Cowboy. Had a 240Z, brand mm-hmm. new. And, and a bottle of George Dickel between his George legs. George Dickel and a 44 Magnum long barrel. So that's what he had with him. Never stopped at red lights. Never. Mm-hmm. He'd just drive right through them. I'm like, what are you doing? He goes, that's for other people. I'm like, oh, okay. Wow. like that one. <laughs> I like that one. So to close quickly, uh, I hear him, he goes, God damn it. I go, what? He goes, he rushes outside. I'm like, oh, God, here we go. So I'm going to have to go out there and find out what the problem is. When I go out there, because he, he used to park his Datsun right next to the building because mm-hmm. they didn't have a garage. I go out there, and there's his Datsun right next to A Datsun now would be uh, uh, Nissan. Nissan. Yeah. yeah, they were only called Datsun in, in the U.S. until late 80s, and then they late went 80s, to the... Yeah. The global name, which is the Nissan Motor Corporation. So I go out there, and there's his Datsun next to the building, and the landlord is hanging a for rent sign by standing on the hood of his car. (laughs) Standing on the hood of his car. Oh, this is your car? I thought it was my Datsun. I I look up at him, and I went, oh, no. And I look over at Cowboy, and he's got the forty-four Magnum pointed (laughs) right at the guy's head. 
and I'm going, let's cooler heads prevail. Here. I'm like, Jesus. He was going to shoot the guy. For a, for a hood dent. For a hood dent. Yeah, exactly. The problem with that car. Probably scuffed. The problem with that gun is you can't get away with it because they just have to look for the guy with the broken wrist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Right. It's like shooting a cannon. Yeah. We've got to take a break. John Hines, our special guest on Car Selling Secrets. It's time now for Car Selling Secrets, don't you think? I think so. We're going to find out what your first car is, so think it over, John. I, we might have asked him that already. Might have. Yeah, we did that. Yeah. That's okay. We can ask him again. We'll be right back. What was your second car? Tom Bernard with the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski, who just so happens to be a very good friend of mine. If you're trying to get me to give you some shots on the golf course next time, it's not going to work, Tom. Well, it was worth a shot. So, from refinancing your home to small business loans or just a new checking account, you are a locally owned community bank. So what does that mean to folks listening, Michael? We take pride in individually crafted and customized solutions for your business with quick response times to all our customers, Tom. If you're tired of talking to pre-recorded voices and the wait times that can be forever, we answer the phone in Roseville, Edina, Hastings, Woodbury, and Shoreview. Plus, if it's important for your banker to know who you are, that's us, because we're your neighbor. So you're easy to find in a place people can trust. I learned that from personal experience, you know. Next year, I'll give you a couple shots on the front nine. Well, who am I to say no? Why not bank with my family's banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. We are back with the Car Selling Secrets special guest, John Hines. I thought of a twist to our traditional question that I can ask you, Mr. Hines, because uh, you've already, this is your second time on the show, we already vaguely remember your first car story. What was the first car that you bought from an actual car dealer? Do are you, you talking about Chuck's used cars down 18th and Lake? Oh, Whichever one you want to start. Used cars. I mean, Hungry Chuck. Absolutely. Hungry Chuck. $95. That was my 1954 Ford Country sedan station wagon. Wow. $95? <laughs> I swear to God. 18th and Lake. Mm -hmm. And there is Chuck standing there in the window, rifling through the wad of cash that I had handed him. Uh, so that's two about buddies of mine are. Stop it. <laughs> That's kind of right across the street from the cemetery, right? It's a, it's a little further west. Okay. So, yeah. I, and two I'm sorry. Are, I, two I friends were helping me push it down Lake Street like, so I could pop the clutch and start it. Because it, it's like, it was one of, you know, yeah, I got a car like that. Let's go out and see if it's still running. Yeah. <laughs> so, exactly. Actually, that, that cemetery is on Cedar and Lake. Yeah. yeah. So what year was this? Uh, 1971. Well, let's see. It's $600 today. Oh, so, boy. Wow. Big hey, spender. Six times the dough. My neighbors just tried to sell a car for $500, and our friends who looked at it declined after it died about two blocks away. So, Oops. yeah, that's about what 500 bucks will get you now. I don't know about back then, but probably not a whole lot better. I used to be able to pull into Hudson Gas on Lake Street by Brown Institute right. uh, and get gas for 26.9. 26.9. But I'd pull in there and it'd be like, you know, fill it up with oil and check the gas. Right. Because it literally just, you know, <laughs> if you wanted piston rings, now that would have cost you more. But yeah. just blue smoke just coming out yeah. the back. I had a hitchhiker say, yeah, I, I need to get out here. <laughs> <laughs> Turned down a free ride. Couldn't breathe anymore. 
Yeah, Lake Street was the center of the used car universe until they invented 494 and all the dealers oh, yeah. moved out into the suburbs. Yeah, that's I remember true. those Time Motors. I think it's still on Lake Street. That was down like 35th, I think, in Lake. Uh, what were some of the other ones? I can't remember. Well, there was Ray Klein. Uh, Jay Klein. Jay I'm yep, sorry. Harold Shev was down on about 42nd Avenue. Right I by thought, the KFC where you worked? Yes. Oh, right. You that damn right, the, brother. I remember that. <laughs> I, was, that I remember. KFC, the fried was that the same KFC mom worked at? Nope. She worked at the one on uh, Highway 55, where Leanne Chin is now on 55 in Rhode Island. Yeah, oh. the, the KFC where I worked was a, a, a franchise. It was, And it was one of the only franchises ever let. Um, it was Delirious Kentucky Fried oh, yeah, Chicken. Right, oh, Delirious yeah. Kentucky wow. Fried yeah. Chicken. I, I didn't know they franchised. They don't. They, that was the only yeah. time they ever did that. Wow. They decided it wasn't the greatest idea. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I remember Harold Peterson's downtown Chevy Town. Remember oh, that? Oh yeah, it was like absolutely. 14th and Hennepin. Yep. And he'd get on Channel Nine and he'd do live used car TV commercials. It's like this is Harold Peterson oh. from Harold Peterson's downtown Chevy Town, and he had all the cars lined up. And the lot guys would we'll just drive them through, yeah. Here's a here's a 1966 Chevelle Supersport, and the guy dumped the clutch and lighted up. And <laughs> well, wasn't there a the there. The tires. there was a Pontiac dealership too on uh, Hanser, downtown? He yeah. answered Pontiac. He answered Pontiac yeah. down about Hennepin and about I want to say Washington. Yeah, yep. that was it. Yeah. Well, that was Hanser. That Ted Turk ran that. Ted that was. Turp, that, yeah. I think that might have been. Rudy Luther's first dealership. I think that's that he right. Bought. Yeah, it turned into true. downtown Pontiac Jag. Um, the Walzers, a Jack Walzer, Paul and Andrew's dad had an Oldsmobile store on I think Fifteenth and Hennepin, and he told a story one time over cocktails. It was pretty funny. You know, he's a young guy and he's just trying to get off the ground. And the service department was on the second floor. It was an old warehouse. Yeah. Oh, and that, that, that. they had a big freight elevator to get the cars up and down. And it's Friday afternoon, about 3 o'clock, and they're expecting 30 customers to come and pick up their car. Freight elevator broke. Oh, <laughs> that sucks. Oh, God. Jack said, screw this, and headed down to Mousy's. <laughs> oh, yeah. The carousel, Mousy's, I'm going to all of them, baby. In any case, so I, I don't know. I just keep, I know you want to talk about cars. But no, it's fine. About all these great can, things. I'd rather talk about radio, and, actually. It was so fantastic. Can I tell him a story about my first night at KSTP? <laughs> your, your first night at KSTP? I don't know that one. You oh, you know the story, I think. You don't need to ask my permission, Dad. Just go ahead and do it. Well, you know, it is your show. You're the host. I, gotta tell, I have to tell John this quick story. <laughs> so in the uh, old podcast, we were, it was, what, five or six years ago, a woman come in who's a psychic. And she's... Oh, was, yeah. Be, you know, hadn't started the show yet. And, oh, this is Andy. Oh, nice to meet Bodine. you. And she looks, oh, at, sure, sure. Yeah. She looks yeah. at me she and says... She was an intuitive, not a says, psychic. Well, she's not very intuitive because she looked at me and says, are you Tom's son? Yeah, are you Tom's wow. son? Like, what the hell's wrong with you, Echo? Well, when I was at uh, Grandpa's a couple weeks ago, they thought I was his son. Hmm. He's 94 years old. Way to go. <laughs> had a kid when he yes, was... Yes, he was at it pretty possible, long. Right? It, it is technically possible. Did you ever I have know. a psychic on the air as a regular guest? Long time ago, we did. We used to have. I, she was great. Ours uh, wasn't. Yeah, ours was. <laughs> her name was Chantel. 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 Yes. I, think I grew up next door to her on Plymouth Avenue. No. <laughs> and she, um, sadly, uh, died. I think it was breast cancer. Did you see it coming? What? No. That's oh, the geez. thing. 
Oh, that's part of the story? I'm yes. sorry. No, I that's just okay. occurred to me. Well, I mean, how would you not know you had breast cancer? Well, yeah. I mean, she and her area of expertise was uh, were, were issues of health. Oh, um, that's so weird. Yes. And it's like, you didn't see that coming? Oh, no. I've, I felt really, I, she was yeah. good. We had a woman. Now, you never know if they have somebody call in, right? If they're, yeah, yeah, if exactly. they're, if they're seeding the, uh, or, or, or planting this in here. But a woman called in one day, and she wanted to talk about something. And Chantel says, first, hold it, hold it. We need to talk about your son first. Really? And, uh, and the woman was like, just stopped in her tracks. Oh. And she said, uh, we're all listening, and he has emotional issues, everything else. And uh, Chantel says, we need to talk about his headaches. And it's like, now we're all getting, like, you know, goose flesh here. Mm-hmm. And it's just right. like, yeah. And the woman was sobbing on the other end. Oh. But it turns out Chantel straightened him out. Get him off the brown liquids. The kid was a heavy pop drinker. Get them off the brown liquids. Well, there you go. <laughs> Put her over there. So you can't see it. By the way, I have quit brown liquor. Liquids, liquids, liquor. Brown liquor. <laughs> I quit brown liquor. Yeah, I only the clear that. stuff now. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing yeah. but vodka. So what about the? What, that was a was it an aspartame thing or something? Yeah, it was something that was in the brown. You know, yeah. she said he was a heavy hitter on you know pop. Right. And um, and he was having these migraines. Or whatever. I don't know what it, but it was. It was just like stop you in your tracks. You know that yeah. sort of radio thing. And she was on the phone. Yes. So how the hell would she know that through the? phone? I don't that know. Is amazing. Uh, yeah, that was amazing. Absolutely. To know that kind of stuff. It's true. Echo Bodine, not so much with my son, but you know, <laughs> not so much there. Echo, I've known her my whole life, and I got to put up with that. You know what I'm saying? But uh, it was a compliment. Maybe it's how psychics give compliments. Yeah, or not. Gave me a oh, compliment. you're a very yes, important Tom, person, a, aren't you? You had a baby when you were five. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> that's wonderful. That is that. Well, I my hair turned white when I was 25 years old, though. So that's I've always had white hair. My, my hair turned did invisible too, about 30, I guess. And then when about she 30? yeah, when she turned 40, she said, "F it, I'm not going to dye it black anymore," and just went. Mm-hmm. And she's got it's like yours. It's got that cool. You know, snow white looking The snow stuff. white deal. Yeah. How, how about Alex, her response when I finally stopped dyeing my hair? Mm-hmm. So I just, I went to the, I said, you know, enough of this dyeing my hair crap. Just get it out of there. Just put it back to its normal color and blah, blah, blah. So when I left, I had brown hair. When I got back home, my hair was white. This color. <laughs> Quite an experience today. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, what scared you today? Right. My God. Brakes went out in the Lincoln. So Alex is about... I don't know, five or six, something like that. She comes in, she goes, Dad, I, and stops talking. And she says, and I quote, I hate you more than the devil, and runs upstairs. <laughs> wow. Wow. Well. Apparently she wasn't happy with the with the white hair. No. Oh, God. She's been opinionated pretty much her whole life, oh, I would guess. Oh, since she's about minus five. Well, I met her when she was, what, 24, I suppose. That's about right. We've got to take a break. Man, this is flying by again. Not surprising. We'll be right back after the short break. 
Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. I said, sisters, if you only knew, you would wish you were in my shoes. Keep on using me. John's having twizzlers. We're back with radio professional John Hines. Oh, yeah. How about car professional Doug he wanted, spilling them all over? He wanted twizzlers. He would, John wanted a twizzler. Ask him a really complicated question. Go Don't ahead. do it without something. What? I thought the break was longer. No, that was a short break. 30 seconds an ad. Indeed. We'll keep it rolling forward. In any case, he's uh, you know you look at so you you got you got to KSTP in seventy five so forty five years ago, mm-hmm. and I had been there a couple of years already. God, that's amazing. That is unbelievable that it was that long ago. And then you just retired what two years ago or three now? Labor Day it was Labor Day. I remember. Um, that. Yeah, I think I wonder if this year would be the three years. I think it, I think it would be three years now. I think maybe only two. Well, yeah, that was done. I was just kind of wait, waiting still. I just you know, check once in a while to see if uh, the governor of Minnesota ever named it Tom Bernard Day like John Hines. Well, you got to quit know, first. You know, twice, twice. twice. Oh, yeah, M- Moon got it too. There oh, was a Moon yeah. Day. We had a Hines and Berglund Day and then a John Hines Day. Oh, did you? I haven't had that yet. I guess uh, you got to quit. Hang in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I'm too popular with that whole politician side of thing. Although I uh, got no Steve Simon, he's a nice guy, yeah. and you got Ryan Winkler, and you well, got Pat wasn't Garofalo. Palenti a good friend? Yeah, Palenti <coughs> and, and Norm Coleman. Excuse me. Yeah, there's never any reason to name Tom Bernard Day. That's the problem. That's well, tell him you're quitting. That's how I got it. Yeah, that's true. I'm folding up the tent. That's all there is this to will it. Be our last broadcast. <laughs> don't let the door hit you on the way out. Why did you decide to retire? Um, I did not want to go through. I know this. I did not want to go through another election cycle. I don't really? blame you. I really I, don't blame you, John. Here's the thing, Doug. When in the studio, we see that we the texts. They all come in, and you see every text that comes in. Yeah. And I recall vividly when Hillary was running against um, uh, Trump, President Trump, mm-hmm. and um, reading a text. That said, ah, I can see you're all on board with Donald Trump. Oh yeah, they, that's what they do. The very yep. next tr- the very next text yep. said, yep. well, I can see you're you're you know on Hillary team Hillary. It's just like, <laughs> you know, which I've, I guess is a good thing, right? I mean, if they I, yeah. they, they don't know where you are, I think those texts today they don't get the. 
I, it seems like you're on Trump's side text at CCO anymore. <laughs> oh no, 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 I don't. No, no but, but and I and I was, but it was it was all innocuous stuff. I yeah. mean, I don't I didn't like to do any politics, and I knew that I would have to the next time around. So it's like ah. Uh-uh. Every time I defend a politician, I always have to preface it with, "I'm not a supporter of blank," but to be fair. Yeah. Because if you don't, they just assume that you're like, you know, going to all their rallies and spending all your money on their campaign. I don't know why. <laughs> I know. I well, did, did notice the last rally I saw that where Trump was, he was just throwing those hats out like yeah. chicklets, right? Yeah. It's like, you're not going to need these. <laughs> you're not going to need these anymore. No, we yeah, still I, don't know yet. Yeah, no, know. we don't. It should be. You still see Wellstone stickers on cars, so I mean. That's true. Yeah, you do. Maybe they'll be Absolutely. like uh, collector's items in 30 years. I saw, I took a picture of it. I wish I could find it. It's about last winter. It was an old Prius. He had the weirdest collection of bumper stickers, and he had a bush quail one. That's weird. Bush quail? That goes back I, I a know. little bit. I say. Well, and the it Prius? would take some effort because the Prius was only, I mean, the car yeah. couldn't have been, if it was the first Prius made, it would have been 2003. Yeah, so he took it from his old. That's right. Or did he find it at like a garage I don't sale? Know, and he was he like, had hey, this the is funny. weirdest collection. And that is weird. There was another one that was like up with Catholics. And I, I just, it was odd. Hmm. I have a question for you. Because you're in the car business. Yes. Is it absolutely impossible for a Prius to do the speed limit? <laughs> you know, actually, <laughs> I see a lot of them drive to. like maniacs, quite I honestly. never have. My, every person I ever see driving a Prius is going about 40 miles an hour on the highway. Yeah. Well, they're hypermiling. Is that what they hyper- I think they are Is, is that what you call it, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, really? let's, it, and I'll put it in neutral, and I'll coast yep. down this hill yep. over by uh, um, um, Central and... Uh, uh, what am I thinking of? Oh, Columbia Heights? Oh, uh, yes. Columbia uh, Golf Course, yeah. yeah. We'll just yeah. coast down the hill to Columbia yeah. Golf Course. Yeah. There you go. Because technically, the faster you're going, the lower your gas mileage. Usually, yeah. For the, It's a curve, but that's general. Al Gore's kid, and I think it was after the 16 election, maybe it was before that, got busted in California with a bunch of coke on him doing 115 in a Prius. Well, wait, I didn't know they went that high. Was it well, on a tow truck? I, no. <laughs> 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 I, I am not a fan of those. I think they're the ugliest cars ever made. They are. God, they're hideous. I don't know. Not and, a fan. You know, Toyota builds some great stuff. I'm, I'm, and they used to make some what I thought were pretty gorgeous cars. And currently, most of them are. They're just. They're like sensible shoes, mm-hmm. yeah. right? <laughs> they really are. What's Toyota's best seller? Is it the Prius? No, uh, Rav Four. Uh, Rav Four. Oh, yeah. yeah, of course. Uh, that crossover segment's yeah, taking over right. everything. No, it's you have one? no, so it's Nissan Rogue, Rav Four, Honda CRV. Those are like the top, other than pickup trucks. Trucks. The F one fifty is always going to be king, I think. F one fifty, and then followed by either Silverado and Ram. Are you still doing? That, are you still in the car business? I hope so. I haven't checked my phone. I had it off <laughs> just so I didn't disturb. Did you the ever show. know my brother Dan? Have you ever met my brother? I, I have never met him. Nope. Um, he uh, runs a lot now uh, down in Randall, Minnesota. Okay, this is the Walzer Automotive Group. <laughs> I know. Show. You mean up in Randall, Minnesota? Or Randolph, where Randolph, yeah, because down, he's down by uh, um, which call it, yes, Rochester. <laughs> no, 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 North by you Winona. know where where Saint Olaf is. I mean, what am I thinking oh, of? North, Northfield, Northfield. 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 Yeah, so you get your map. The, is together. it a, a new car dealership? No, it's a used car okay. dealership. Yeah, you know, your his brother Dan got really pissed off at me one time because I was doing an interview and they asked me about you. And I said, you know, John's been on the air a long time, but I'm telling you, and I meant this as a high compliment. I said, I'm telling you, off the air, he's even funnier. 
And his brother thought, he said you're not funny on the air. <laughs> that's not what I said. Wow. <laughs> that's not what I said at all. That's Yeah, that's kind of misreading the line, isn't well, it? I, you know, Glass might, half empty. No, but it might have been one of those, just the way they phrased it in the paper, too, made it sound mm. not the way I said it. Because they do that to you, too. Yeah, they do true. phrase things. <laughs> so it's not what I said, actually. What you printed is not what I said at all. But so, I, they ever do that to you? Save the tape. Um, yeah, save the tape. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I probably have been misquoted. Yeah. It's, and they do it on purpose, just to stir the pot. I used to do a lot of uh, TV interviews for Walls or Beck. Yeah, it was during the recession when everybody thought the world was going to end and car dealers are going to will be the first ones down. So, and and we realized that it was probably a pretty good way to represent the the company. But you know, you do a ten minute interview and they'll use fifteen seconds. Oh yeah, yeah. and being a natural smartass, it, it got me in trouble until I figured out the whole deal. So you speak in sound bites. Somebody came out and they interviewed me about. Um, General Motors not having hybrids and 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 how well Toyota was doing with the Prius. This is the summer of 08 when gas shot up to $4 a gallon and everybody went mental and had to buy Priuses. Mm-hmm. And so I give this what I think is a thoughtful interview and I answer all the questions. And at one point she says, well, you know, so if General Motors doesn't have it, maybe uh, the consumer should buy a Priuses. And I said, you know, Priuses are sold out. If you have $50,000 in a pistol, you can't get one. So let's guess what five-second clip <laughs> oh, that they used God. on the 5 o'clock news. He's, ad- oh, he's, he's advising you to Damn go it. into the dealership with a gun. Right. I just, Loaded gun. I just realized people. why your brother was pissed at because I just was sent the quote from the paper. What I said was... Wait a minute. We have a listener? Yeah. Hard to believe. Oh, wow. Um what I what I said was, if you think John's funny on the air, you should see him off the air. It's really funny, right? What they printed in the paper was, yeah, John's a lot funnier off the air. That's the only part they used. <laughs> like, well, thanks. Tom Bernard wants you off the air. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a lot different than you think he's really funny on the air. You should hear him off the air. What turned into, yeah, he's a lot funnier off the air. It's <laughs> like, God, thank you. Thanks so much. No wonder he was mad at me. That, that's still not an, an insult. I think maybe no, but I mean, just, they, they did do that on purpose, yeah. though. No, I get it. They, they chop it up. Such is life. Are you doing podcasting? Are you doing any of that stuff? No. Why not? You don't want to do any because of politics? <laughs> Cause, no, cause, no. Um, I just, I, I don't. I, you don't want to do any of it anymore? I haven't gotten into all the background. Uh, about how to, you know, post them and all of that stuff. Andy has the answer. Well, I know. Right? Andy and I talked about this when last I was here. Um, you should do a podcast. You may as well. I mean, you guess have something to do. It's a good business. You, your advertisers would come back and advertise with you. Nah, they might. They would definitely would. So. You could use this studio whenever you want. Oh, you say. It's my studio. I can't say. <laughs> we only use it, yeah, what, like a couple six hours, a, hours day. a day? Not even. We use it for the morning show. Yeah, oh, you, right now, that's true. Yeah, right you, now, do you, you do the morning show in here? Yeah. Yeah, since COVID. Oh. And they they actually think it's kind of funny. They think I'm going to go back in the studio when COVID's over. It's like, <laughs> I've been in there in 16 years. Why would I start coming in now? Yeah. Now, do you, you still go away at all in the uh, when the winter? Co- yeah, we do. Yeah. yeah. Catherine, Catherine's away right she's now. Right, she's right. there right now. Actually, yeah, don't worry about my feelings. My birthday. She never does. She no- Good God, this is over already. The whole thing is done. Oh, what boy, the that's hell amazing. is that? 
Well, we don't have to quit. Oh, geez. Yeah, I did. Time just flew. It did fly by. Sell a car. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. You should be in management. (laughs) Let's wrap it up. Well, it's your show. I know. I just thought maybe you had another uh, great story. We would be here about $8 million. Oh, we could be doing that that. forever. Yeah, you should come back and do it more often, John. That'd be good. Uh, Invite me. Okay. But seriously, I want to talk to you about podcasts. You should do a podcast. You absolutely should. It's not a hard industry to get into. And you don't have to have a topic, do you? No, you don't. <laughs> well, let me see. Here. Obviously. Let me give you a topic right now. You got uh, uh, the first non-binary um, person. Oh, yeah. What state was that? Oklahoma. Oklahoma, where the wind comes Non-binary Muslim woman, or non-binary. So, yeah. Now, is that a... Is that an orientation or is it a... Doesn't identify. Just right. doesn't identify as any, just non-binary. Yeah. So she wouldn't be, would she be considered a woman by other people or what? Technically not. Technically not, okay. So you can't say she's the first Muslim woman right. to serve in the Oklahoma Senate or House. No. She could have three parts, titles. There must be, be parts of Oklahoma that I'm not familiar with. I've been there a couple of times, and it yeah, does, no, most doesn't strike me as terribly progressive. Muslim. Have you ever been to the Softball Hall of Fame? Well, who hasn't, John? <laughs> Are you in it? I didn't. I didn't know there that, that, that it was there. Tell us about the Softball. I don't know anything about it. It's in Oklahoma City or okay. Tulsa, oh, one of those two. Yeah, lot in Oklahoma, the birthplace of Steve Hatley, baby. They have a softball story. Remember Eddie Fainer, the king of the sport? Sure, absolutely. My dad went to high school as best friends with a first ba- baseman on that team. Really? So those of That's you that don't needed. know what we're talking That's about, Eddie Fainer was a f- uh, just a phenomenal fast pitch uh, softball pitcher, and it was he, a catcher, shortstop, and the first baseman, and they would take on entire teams. Usually things like, I, I saw him at Midway once, they played the Minnesota Vikings. Right. And with just you know an infielder or a first baseman, they would smoke him. Eddie could throw... The ball behind his back, blindfolded from second base for strikes. It was just the most amazing. While thing on to his see. knees, yeah, on his yeah. knees, yeah, it was really something to see. So anyway, Eddie Fainer, fast Eddie, wait, fast Eddie Fainer. I think it was called the King in His Court. Yep. If I remember that's right. exactly. Court, right. Yep, that's exactly it. God, it's amazing. There's a lot of stuff up in there. If you can just figure out how to get it out, we'll be back <laughs> next week with episode God. 71 of Walzer Automotive Group's car selling secrets. Have a great week.